I set out on this pilgrimage as a pilgrimage of prayer, particularly silent prayer, without ideas, without thoughts, without uh, the noises in my head. And yesterday, with that wonderful day to see Fuentes walking well, I left today and was completely disorientated, totally, in Sufuentes and took me a long time, one and a half kilometres, to find the, the, the Camino. Extraordinary. And I just read a bit of John's Gospel about Jesus saying, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you won't really know what it's all about. And, of course, this is a theme which I've heard over and over again and thought about and uh, taught to the children, the cannibalism of Christianity. And today it's beginning and has hit me as being something which I had thought for a long time, uh, symbolic, but now it seems to just make a lot of sense. And it makes even more sense that we do this in community. And that is all the sense that it is. It's this that binds us in the body of Christ, literally. The whole theme is very big uh, and very revolutionary and very political in the sense that what it's saying is do this together and be together and be united in this act and in some ways I feel that we've a bit lost this maybe not, maybe it's just me but then another thing happened this morning walking out of Cifuentes and up this long hill which I'm now coming to the top of and that was possibly an act of contrition maybe the first for you Maybe the first in my life. I mean, I've said sorry to people now. But I didn't ever think I'd need to say sorry to God because his, he pardons us, he forgives us, he loves us. He doesn't judge us because if we don't judge others, and I don't do much judging, but I do judge, I realise I judge. But the thing is, it's not a logical thing at all. This came up within me and the sorrow for all the people that are it hurt or ignored or and the things that I've not done as well as the things that I've done uh, is something I'm able to present to God and that does seem to be something that comes naturally before this act of communion and so just thinking about this communion the nonsensical thing is that we've got a whole lot of laws of the church that are installed in people and people obey them People actually think they have to do this. And of course, thinking about this body of Christ and the uh, the Eucharist and pardon and asking God for pardon and saying sorry to each other and all that, all of which are part of the Mass, all of which are, seem to me to flow very naturally from reading this Gospel passage this morning, making sense, but they've lost all meaning because they've been tied up in laws just like Paul said about the Jewish religion and of course the the great thing today I think 
is for people to get back to the churches, to listen to everyone, the priests, the bishops and each other, to listen, to listen to everyone, politicians, people they don't like, listen and listen and listen. And then in silence, listen to God and obey only what comes from within. Obey only yourself, your inner self. Obey only what arises in that silence and that communication and that union with God. And then we have a church. So you do away with hierarchy. It doesn't mean you don't have leaders. Leaders emerge. Leaders emerge as naturally as all this rosemary around me and time grows out of the soil here. Leaders arise. You don't need to even elect them. They arise. Maybe kingship was the right thing at one time. Uh, but often it was brought about by violence. But leaders nowadays will arise within our own culture. And we must let it happen in the church. Let the leaders arise. And let the priests be priests. Let the bishops be bishops. But don't... Uh, think that everything they say is something you have to do. By no means the only thing to do after listening to everyone is obey that inner voice.